Today is the unofficial start of summer, which means people are going to be wanting to leave their home, wanting to leave their neighborhood, and maybe they're not ready. Maybe they're not ready to take a big trip all over the uh, all over the country, but they want to take a day trip here in Illinois and visit one of the fine state parks. But you may be thinking to yourself, "Well, Brian, isn't everything closed?" Ha <laughs> ha. Perhaps not. Colleen Callahan is the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, and she joins me now on WGN. Colleen, thanks for taking some time today. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Brian. Thanks for asking. Now, this is exciting because, uh, first of all, I've enjoyed some state parks in Illinois, but I'm sure I'm missing some. What is the total number of state parks that we have in this state? Well, you would think we would have rehearsed this with your first question, but we did not. But we have nearly 400 state recreation, fish, and wildlife areas, which includes uh, all of those parks that you just referenced. So if uh, if you wanted to visit every one, uh, it would take you uh, more than a year since we have nearly 400 of them. That's very, That's good to know, and it makes it easier for people all over the state to find something close to them, which is terrific. Uh, now... The good news is that things are reopening as of the 29th. That includes all the state parks. Some things are going to be a little different, though, aren't they, when people arrive? They are, and and we are so glad to finally be able to say welcome home or welcome back because uh, we do feel when we live near a park, one that we have enjoyed and appreciated, that that it feels like ours. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so we're thrilled to be able to say welcome back and welcome home. And so as the remainder of our sites open on May 29th, everything will be available with the exception of shelters and playgrounds and the visitor centers. Those will remain closed, but the concessions will be opened, as will the campgrounds now. Now, I would imagine there there are park park police and there will be authorities. How will these... How will these rules be enforced? And obviously you don't want a police state at the state parks, but we have to have some sort of, uh, if you have rules in place, they need to be followed. Absolutely. Rules and guidelines, and, and we wanted to make sure that we were fully staffed uh, and ready to accommodate as many visitors as possible. So so we are prepared, and we uh, are hoping that we have visitors uh, in numbers because it will say, look, I've been waiting for this. We have a pent-up demand and a Mm pent-up desire to be outside. And so our staff will be monitoring. We also have our conservation police officers, sometimes called game wardens. Uh, Really, they're police officers that work in natural resources. And so in some of the areas where they are in that region, they will also be doing monitoring as well. So if there are crowds that begin to gather, we are prepared to just be able to disperse those in the parking lots. And and because we want the parks to stay open, Brian, you would know that as as states have begun to reopen some of their recreational locations, that they've had to close them because people weren't adhering to the guidelines. As we opened up 60 of our sites on May 1st, I would say that Illinois has become a model. Our, our citizens have been respectful and they've been disciplined, and we anticipate that that will continue to be the case. But should it not be, we're prepared just to make sure that we do what we can and ask people to be, again, respectful so that we can keep them open. Let's look at the campgrounds because, you know, this is the time of year. People, are, people want to get out and they want to do some camping. What specific guidelines are, are being put into effect for the campgrounds? Sure. If if you come with a group, uh, we ask that, that you stay with that group. The campsites can uh, only accommodate a single family unit. So whoever is arriving in your group, stay in your group. 
Uh, we'll have normal park hours that will now be reinstated. Uh, campfires are limited to just those that are occupying that particular campsite. Uh, there will be limited showers available, site-by-site guidelines. Of course, whichever park you may be or campsite, you'll just have to look for those, and they'll be posted. Um, campers encouraged to use any self-contained uh, restrooms in their own camper, let's say, if they're bringing their own camper, mm-hmm. then to use those uh, and the shower as well. But ours will be accessible, but, again, follow the guidelines. Picnic tables will be available for single-family use only. Um, campers encouraged to reserve those campsites, though, um, Brian, online, you can do so at reserveamerica.com, um, and there will be someone there to welcome you when you arrive. Are, has the number of sites been limited? Is there a, like retail stores are doing at 15 or 30% capacity. Is that same kind of thing going into effect for the campgrounds? Yes, exactly. When you have a, a concessionaire or when you have a, a lodge that, that offers dining, uh, all of those will be adhering to the guidelines that we now have in place throughout the state, being mindful of social distancing, staying the six feet apart, making sure that you have a face covering available to you. If, if all of a sudden you realize that, that you're not six feet apart from someone who may be approaching. Um, so, yes, all of those same guidelines for our, our camps and our recreational areas will be the same guidelines that we're being asked now to follow throughout the state. Colleen Callahan's my guest. She is the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. You mentioned, Colleen, that the, the visitor centers are going to be closed, the shelters are going to be closed. What about the state parks where it's you have indoor tours? Uh, say you're going to the Lincoln Memorial or something like that. No, that no, that's right. The uh, campgrounds will also remain uh, closed, but the indoor facilities such as our as I said, the, the visitor centers, a museum, those will continue to be closed to the public during this phase three as we begin to say welcome back and welcome home. We'll do that in, in phases or stages. Okay, and restrooms open. If, if I'm going out to Starved Rock and I'm done with my hike and I'm hydrated, I need to find a bathroom, those <laughs> yeah. are going to be open? That's, that's right. The restrooms <laughs> will be open and, and, <laughs> and staff will, will be cleaning those and sanitizing them twice a day. How often are you having to communicate with the staff? Because it seems that things are changing not only by the day, but sometimes by the hour. This has got to be a monumental undertaking for the DNR to get these 400 and some sites back up and running to for the anticipated crowds that will be coming. Oh, my gosh. Brian, you and I haven't met, and you would think that we were channeling each other here <laughs> because it... it I'm so glad you asked it. It has been a monumental task uh, when you have that many sites throughout the length, the breadth, and depth of the state of Illinois. And and some areas are more fully, more highly staffed than other ones. You can imagine that there would be greater staffing at Starved Rock uh, than there would be at a smaller park that is just a few hundred acres. So we've brought uh, our staff back uh, early in order to prepare uh, our sites to make sure that they were uh, ready for visitors again. Uh, and so we were able to get a, a lot of work done. But also, we had to make sure that we had uh, ordered signage, because this is signage that we've never had uh, a need to have before. Uh, so all of that had to be done. Uh, and then making sure that we were communicating across uh, the different districts and regions, and not only for, for sites, but also first responders. When we first opened the 60 sites on May 1st, we chose ones that were, as best we could, geographically located so that we could have uh, more opportunity for visitors throughout the state. But we also needed to be mindful that 
the reason they're called accidents is because they are. Right. Uh, and we wanted to make sure that first responders were available in those areas, too. So you're right. It, it has been a, a great deal of planning and every moment worth it so that we can say, as I said, welcome home and welcome back. And while the DNR is, is preaching the same safety concerns that everybody else does, wash your hands, stay six feet away from each other, as you look forward with cautious optimism, what is your biggest concern after the 29th when, when you basically throw open the doors and say, okay, we're open. You've already mentioned that you want the parks to stay open. I want the parks to stay open. What's your biggest concern moving forward? You know, it, it is just that, um, and that is that we've not had to, everything that, that has occurred as far as a crowd is concerned from May 1st up until now has been manageable. Have we had to ask people to, to disperse or spread out? Yes, we've had to do that. Ha, have there been some uh, traffic or parking issues? Yes, but again, those were all manageable. So okay. we feel that we are prepared as long as we are mindful of how, really precious our natural resources are and sometimes we've taken them for granted and then when we couldn't visit them we say oh my gosh i i really do i do miss it uh, and so it's just to be respectful and so um if you have a, a a tissue make sure that you put it in the receptacle if you're feeling ill don't go to the park that day or if you are at the park and you start feeling it, then then leave. If you are come upon a group of people and you recognize that that's going to be crowding, then just simply go to another area uh, or come back at another time or another day. Um, again, if you have to sneeze or cough, boy, we're so programmed now to do that right. into our elbow, if you will. Um, and, and maybe if you can, you know, carry one of the little pocket hand sanitizers with you. Uh, because we don't want lines at the restroom, but I understand that you may need to wash your hands. So j- just make sure that you are doing your best to help us so that we can make sure that they all remain open and, and are in the kind of condition that we expect when we go visit. Colleen, if people are wondering about any of this, they missed it, they want to get more information, what's the website? It's uh, just the, the www.Illinois Department of Natural Resources, or DNR, and then there are all kinds of, of different pages and sites. So there's, there'll be a link for the, the camping guidelines for reopening. There will be a, a link that will also take you to the Illinois Department of uh, Commerce and Economic Opportunity because they're doing the oversight on the boating during COVID-19. So the best thing is just to go to the website to get the details and all of the updates. Sounds great, Colleen. Thanks so much for taking time today. Enjoy the rest of your holiday, and good luck come Friday. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Again, thank you for the opportunity so that we could say welcome back. My pleasure. We'll talk again soon. That's Colleen Callahan. She is the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources.